Hello, this is James Woodcock for 360 Zine, the Xbox 360 magazine that is free to download from www.gamerzines.com. On Skype with me, I have Mark Fisher, who is the global brand manager for Sega Rally. Thanks for joining me today, Mark. It's quite right, James. So maybe you could begin by telling us a little about yourself. Well, I've, uh, I've been working at Sega now for over six years, and I'm based in Sega's European head office, based in London, just outside of Chiswick. As you said, I'm the, the global brand manager for Sega Rally, and, and responsible for sort of uh, bringing back this great franchise. So, you mentioned the great franchise that is Sega Rally, but how did Sega Rally begin back in the day? Well, back in the day, it was um, originally released in 1995 as an arcade machine under the name of Sega Rally Championship. It was it was then sort of ported across to several of Sega's um, hardware machines, um, both the, the Saturn and the Dreamcast. The original game, it was quite limited in terms of number of tracks and vehicles on offer, but it, it really did sort of set the benchmark for the rally genre sort of moving forward. And I think it's fair to say that the, the majority of, of rally and to a, to a larger degree, racing games from from '95 onwards, I've sort of sort of always looked at the original Sega Rally um, as sort of inspiration. Sega Rally will be released on the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, PC, and even the PSP. But how did Sega Rally make its return, and why now? Primarily, the reason for Sega Rally sort of making its return now is is the technology. Really, the the next generation consoles, 360 and PS3, they've really enabled um, the development studio to do some some fundamentally very new and and, and very technologically advanced elements, uh, and certainly things that the the development team or members within the development team have, have been always looking to do within a, a rally or racing game for a good number of years and the technology has just only now sort of been available to enable them to do that one such feature would be like the the defamation it's incredibly sort of intensive from a technological point of view the new technology is only only just now with us um, that will enable us to sort of fully implement that within a game so it's the, the perfect time really for a, a new sega rally for this new generation of consoles and the title is also being developed in the UK. Will that make any difference to the game's latest incarnation, seeing as the original was developed in Japan? No, not at all. We we basically made the decision relatively early on that we wanted the game to be developed in the UK. Um, the Japanese market have a, a very specific sort of taste in, in racing and driving games, and the, the Western market is very different. So therefore, we wanted to make sure this version of Sega Rally really suited the, the Western market in particular. And that's why we sort of set the, the Sega's racing studio up in Birmingham, specifically to work on Sega Rally primarily. Again, there's a, a huge wealth and depth of talent within the studio, and those guys have all got some, you know, have all had some great input into the title and how they would like to see the sort of franchise and move on. And as we've already touched upon, an awful lot of this is also based upon the technology that's now available to them. So now onto the term that you've already hinted at, that is set to define Sega Rally for its return to the gaming world, and that is, of course, defamation. But what is this, and why is it so unique? Well, defamation in its, its simplest term is basically the um, the deforming of the track surface. Um, if you can imagine with, with Sega Alley, it's all about um, multiple vehicles racing across a, a looping track. And, and this is where defamation really comes into its own with Sega Rally. Um, as you, you race your vehicle along the track, you actually will leave sort of channels and, and grooves. The wheels will literally sort of dig into the surface of the track. And that defamation and that damage, if you like, that, you, that is occurring to the track, that will remain there for the entire duration of the race. And as Sega Rally is 
involves looping tracks, it means that the actual track surface itself sort of evolves from the first, second, third lap. And again, if you if you sort of think, because you've got multiple cars on the track as well, it's not just one car that's leaving these, these sort of grooves and, and surface deformation within the track. If you've got six cars racing on the same track doing three laps, you can just start to imagine the amount of sort of deformation and evolution the track surface actually undergoes during the uh, duration of a race. So importantly, it's not just visual like some games in the past have uh, concentrated on, it's actually changing the configuration of the track itself. Yeah, totally. As I say, it's um, we, we've got a we've released a couple of trailers which you can actually sort of see um, wireframe impressions. You can actually see the textures of the track surface and how the the deformation actually affects the wireframe um, mapping of the track surfaces. So it, it it's much more than just a visual effect. And again, because it's much more than a visual effect, it has a direct impact in terms of how the vehicle actually handles um, on the track and and how that's fed back to you through the controller. And you can actually see this in the suspension of the car as you go over these changed areas of the track, can't you? Yeah, yeah, most certainly. As I say, if you um, if you get a close-up of the actual wheel, as you watch it going over a deformed section of the track, you can actually sort of see each wheel and each sort of each wheel's suspension independently moving in direct relationship to the the deformation that's on the track surface. Now we have had problems with a lot of racing games in the past, even remembering little scorch marks on the road never mind defamation so are we promised that from lap one to whatever lap it goes up to all that defamation will still be in place yeah totally that's the, the key thing with Sega right? the, the the racing studio they've got a, an incredibly detailed sort of eye and, a, and an amazing attention to detail and this was something they didn't want defamation to sort of be evident on just one of the laps or for it to just be evident at certain stages of the game they wanted it to be there for the entirety of the race and, and this is the key thing really it, it, it's no longer because the defamation sort of affects um, how you race there's no longer a, a strict racing line if you like for every single track you know that because the track's constantly evolving you need to sort of adapt to the track surface as well as the competition that you're racing against so of course as humans we're having to adjust for these different changes in the track conditions and rather than not taking the racing line have to take something else the ai surely must have to also do something similar yeah again you know the the studio have had to work very hard um on the implementation of of the defamation engine the standard ai engine that that would no longer be good enough because that traditionally would just follow a a rating line then you'd have various degrees of skill that you'd attribute to ai vehicles but because the track surface is constantly changing the ai again also has to constantly sort of change and take into consideration the actual track surface and the the defamation upon that track surface so the the ai is um, very adaptive and will react um, not only to the actual changing track surface but also to you directly as a competitor so it, it, it's very human-like in terms of its reactions and of course it supports the microsoft force feedback wheel for the 360 it certainly does yeah the, the, you know one of the really nice things with defamation is the the force feedback um sort of sensation you get through the you know controllers and steering wheels it, it really does enhance the actual gameplay and that defamation feature so is Sega Rally more like an arcade game or a simulation or a mixture of the two? It, it, it's really a mixture of the two. Um, and, and again, you know, sort of striking the balance between arcade simulation gameplay um, is an incredibly hard thing to do and it's a, a fine balancing act. Um, Sega Rally really offers the, 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 the depth of gameplay 
and the degree of choices of your, your typical simulation-style racing game, while also giving you that, that sort of immense fun and satisfaction and instant gratification um, from a gameplay point of view and an actual, an actual sort of experience of playing the game that many arcade-focused racing games give you. Ironically, Sega Rally is set in a sunny, almost fancy-like world, yet this year it has hardly ever stopped raining in the UK, so surely this will put a smile on everyone's face here in the UK. I most certainly hope it will. You know, it's an absolutely amazing, great game to play, and as I've already said, one of the phrases I've been using sort of here internally when talking about Sega Rally is this grin-inducing gameplay. You know, it's sort of... Um, impossible to sort of pick up and play and not have a huge smile on your face and, and that's it's the same sort of feelings and sensations that people got from playing the original Sega Rally arcade, arcade machine you know, over a decade ago um, it, it's still the, the sort of ethos behind this version of Sega Rally and the original version of Sega Rally um, it, it's still very much there whereby the, the real focus and attention to detail has really been on the, the actual handling of the game graphically how it looks so that it is cutting edge for this generation of consoles and, and also the the intense competition that the game provides. So what locations can we expect in Sega Rally? There's a, a, a wide a wide variety of sort of very exciting um, fantastical locations. They they sort of vary from a, a, a tropical jungle setting right way through to a uh, a, a very snowy Arctic setting, and again, we've got all all the different parameters in between those two. So we've got um, an alpine setting set, um, set within a sort of Swiss Alps style setting. And then we've also got sort of canyon settings um, and many others to discover. So in each location having its own unique style of surface, it goes even further that as well as having each track having a multitude of different surfaces along that same track. Yeah, we've got, I've just said there's a, a variety of different environmental locations and within each environmental location there will also be a number of different tracks. Now each track within each environment um, sort of section, again, is, is very different. So this offers great sort of depth to the gameplay and variety because the tracks are very different. On the actual track surfaces themselves within each track, these will also vary quite, um, quite wildly. Um, within the, the tropical surface, the actual track surfaces will differ from a, a very hard, dusty, compact sort of clay surface, which sort of remains very grippy throughout the series of the race, right way through to a, a very wet and water-sodden, muddy surface, which, after the first lap, will very quickly start to become incredibly, um, incredibly wet and very sodden, and you'll actually sort of see the, the actual puddles of water starting to appear on the top of that surface relatively quickly. Bearing in mind the original Sega Rally had only three courses and a bonus track, how many can we expect in the latest Sega Rally? An awful lot more than three. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the key focus for us with Sega Rally, like, primarily, it has been to, to maintain that, that very fun, competitive, bumper-to-bumper racing experience that the original game offered. But obviously the, the modern gamer wants a lot more depth through actual gameplay. Sister were have added a, a multitude um, of different environments and different tracks. Um, in, in total, the, there's going to be six different environments, and then each environment will have um, up to three different tracks uh, within it. So, so again, there's a, a good variety in terms of different environments and different tracks, and what more different sort of racing, uh, racing experiences within each of those environments and tracks. 
and are each of those tracks absolutely unique? There's no sort of repetition where track one may have a section of track two in there. No, the the, the tracks are the tracks are very unique uh, within themselves, each individual one. And, and again, this is something whereby you know the the actual environments that they're actually based within. Of course, uh, you know they'll, they'll be similar from that point of view. But in terms of the actual layout of the track, um, they are unique from one track to another. What kind of single player game modes can we expect in this game then? Um, we, in terms of the single player games, we've got a, a quick race mode, and we've also got a single player championship mode. Um, the single player championship mode is, is basically a, a, a series of, of different rallies made up of various um, from various locations and tracks from within the game, sort of pieced together. And then it's literally just a, a, a point system whereby you, you get a certain number of points for finishing first, second, third, etc. And then it's your task to sort of finish the number one within that that particular sort of championship rallies the quick race mode is literally just an option very much like an arcade option really when you can just pick a particular track and environment with which to race in with a a selection of different cars as you go through the the championship mode you'll be able to unlock different vehicles different tracks and different liveries for those vehicles as well and of course that naturally brings us on to the online component what can we expect here and more importantly will defamation still play a huge role the online component again is, is sort of key to Sega Rally because the you know one of the key focuses for the game has been that that close competitive racing experience um, from an, an online style game. Something that the team have really strives to deliver is something which is sort of akin to the the original arcade experience when you're sitting next to your mate in a, a, a dual arcade cab. They they want the racing to be that intense and that competitive, um, and and from the the latest code that we we have the online experience is incredibly good and sort of mirrors that better than we ever could have hoped for really it remains a a very close competitive game um sort of online or offline um in terms of other sort of multiplayer modes there's a two-player split screen mode uh within the game and if we are playing on xbox live defamation will still be there yeah, defamation will most definitely still be evident in the the, the online uh, modes as well as the single-player mode. As I say, defamations are core um, next-gen technological feature within Sega Rally and is evident throughout the whole game. So again, you know, if, if, if you're racing against someone with a, a certain racing style, um, you could perhaps sort of follow their lines and then look to sort of t- um, overtake them in their slipstream on the last lap. So how many players can play online at once? Um, online, both on on PlayStation, PC, and Xbox 360, it'll be up to up to six players online. And of course, there'll be scoreboards for times and things. Yeah, scoreboards for times. Everything you'd expect from a, a, a AAA title, really, on Xbox Live and PlayStation Network. So we'll have scoreboards, be able to download um, ghost car times, etc. As well. And it's interesting you've mentioned Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 because the next natural question has to be, is there any difference between the two platforms when you're actually playing the game? I think one of the the biggest surprises to um, the, the racing studio and also us internal here at Sega was um, how, how close the two consoles are uh, from a technological point of view. And when developing Sega Rally, the, the game now looks virtually identical um, on, on both machines um, with people at the studio sort of reporting that y- you have to have an incredibly keen eye to tell the difference between the, the PS3 code and the X360 code. Well, Sega Rally cannot be Sega Rally without some fantastic cars, so what's included and what's the difference between each car? 
Um, within Sega Rally, again, you know, they've sort of looked at um, what cars people really want to want to race with um, within modern games, and we've obviously got the the sort of premier. Um, four-wheel drive rally cars there so you've got your Subaru and Prezi and Mitsubishi Evo Citra and your Peugeot um, but I think more importantly for the, the hardcore Sega Rally fans out there um, we, we have got um, representatives of the, the original um, vehicles that are in the Sega Rally championship game so we've got the Lancia Delta we've got the Celica we've got the Stratos so you'll be able to find all of those in there as well as well as some very special sort of bonus cars and some two-wheel drive vehicles as well so a, a good mixture ah, so is the Stratus still a pain in the backside to drive like it was on the original <laughs> and that really depends upon how good you are at the game oh that's it turn it around <laughs> on me <laughs> let me be out to be the bad driver <laughs> I like it Well, thank you very much for your time, Mark, and I look forward to playing the final version of Sega Rally. It's quite all right, James. Thank you very much.